0: Your life will change. Guaranteed, You yo. will no longer be spiritually drained, spiritually empty, spiritually thirsty, spiritually hungry. You will be fed.
1: <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to In The Fire. Thank you guys for tuning in. Whether you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, or watching us on YouTube, we appreciate you. Welcome to episode 20, yo! We made it to 20, yo!
0: Yeah, whoa, yeah Yeah, whoa,
1: yeah <clears throat> Yeah, 20, yes 20 episodes later 20 episodes later and this kid is still weird
0: mm, My gosh, let me tell you My boy, you better <laughs> watch it, it.
1: Alright, so today Whoa,
0: episode 20 Yeah,
1: yeah, episode 20 Yes <laughs> yeah bro man. the people clicked on this video to hear about okay, okay, emptiness okay, okay, okay. and okay, you're right. over here going ouch
0: ouch okay intro over intro over let's get into it
1: let's get it let's get into it okay what we talking about nah bro for real though all right for real like the people clicked on this video and they clicked on it for a reason. Yes, sir. Mm, the reason being, they probably feel this way. Yes, sir. Now this feeling, this feeling is interesting because I've I've felt it, so I could talk from experience. Same but here. Same here. This feeling is kind of hard to describe, and yeah, I know a lot yeah. of people are I, I are can, feeling yeah. this way. They maybe they're talking to a friend. They're like, I don't know what I feel or why I feel this way, but I just don't know how to describe it. I just have no motivation. But I'm not really sad. Like I'm not like depressed, mm. sad. Like I don't think my life is poo poo. But mm. I I do feel this weird way where I don't want to do anything. I'm kind of like living day by day. I wake up, do my oh I gotta get up for work or school. <laughs> I'm out, yo. Do it. You come home and you're like oh I'm gonna take a nap. And then you take a nap. You do your thing. And then the next morning it's just the same thing, right? You can watch uh, the routine episode for that one, <laughs> but. Emptiness, I could say, is basically a reoccurring feeling of Mm.
0: dissatisfaction—a feeling that like makes you get go like, "Man, is this all I was made to do?"
1: Yeah, like what? Also, like this numbness—like you kind of just stop Mm. enjoying things. Yeah, like the things you used to get excited for—it's like you're not getting excited anymore. It's it's like lost the enjoyment value
0: and Mm. has turned into more of a distraction. Yeah, it's a it's a feeling that you get after you have came back from the thing you used to get out of reality yeah. right because that's what we do with distract- distractions mm-hmm. so we're talking about
1: emptiness. emptiness and that emptiness i mean <laughs> i just want to start by saying i feel like the majority of people feel this way mm-hmm. without knowing it <clears throat> yeah i feel like the, it's the majority feels this way and they kind of take it as normal like uh maybe it's just like a this is just how I feel. Feeling I just have every time, like I do this one thing, whatever. I gotta get over it. But I think it's something, either that the majority feels or everybody, everybody feels at least one mm. time in their life. Yeah, like this is this is the feeling you're talking about after
0: the party's over. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like the feeling <clears throat> after that high leaves, after you're no longer high, no longer drunk, after the buzz leaves. Mm after just after the party after you come home from going to that person's house that you were intimate with that you know you really shouldn't be intimate with Mm. after you turn off the playstation after you turn off the xbox after you turn off the pc it's that reoccurring feeling of like dissatisfaction and you hit on it i feel like a lot of people know this feeling very Mm. well and i feel like it's it's as if this feeling is like that that one unavoidable friend like you try so hard to not see your, that friend or that, that family member or whoever it is, yeah. but you always run into them. And you try your best to get away, but you can't. And that's why I feel like so many people that are listening to us, they're like, yeah, I know that feeling, but I try to hide from it. And you hide from it by doing what? By distracting yourself. This feeling that you know that that's that unavoidable friend, you're trying to get away, but you can't because it's a reoccurring feeling. It's always after you distract yourself, when you do those things that I said about, like all those things you can't run from it. Because why? Because all you're doing is just numbing the feeling. So you push it to the side. You push it to the side. But it always comes back. But it always comes back. Exactly. And like, I need people to hear this, like that feeling, the things that you do to not feel that way, the distractions you go to, that stuff will never satisfy you. I don't want people to think that living this endless cycle of feeling that way is how life's supposed to be like. Yeah, it's insane, and like it's it's so like life taking from you to go to do these things that you think is right, that you, that you think will actually make you happy. Yet over time, it becomes dull to the point of I don't know what else to do because it's the only thing I go to. Well, wow. yet it's not how you're supposed to live, and I want people to get this. You sh- this should not be the cycle that you go to. This should not be a cycle of. Oh, uh, I go to this and I come back. Yeah, I feel that way, but I hide from it. I run from it. I go do the things I need to do. But that's not where life is found. It's not where life is found.
1: And that's why, like, you got to ask where life is found. And I think also something important to hit on it. it, it we're not just talking about alcohol, drugs, party and sex. Like, that's not mm-hmm. that's not at all. what. Oh, that, no, no, I mean, no, no. That's no. a, that's a those, part those, of it. Yeah. but Definitely not. all. Oh, of my it. People people numb this emptiness with mm-hmm. success. People n- numb this emptiness with even religion mm. where they, they kind of just incorporate it in their lives and like it's kind of like this way of just avoiding this emptiness for a little bit and then it just ends up coming back and you're like, yo, what's going on? Mm. There's so many ways that we numb this, this emptiness that we all have. Yeah. Yep. But then when, when, you, when you try to fill up that emptiness and then it all like disappears, disappears, you're still empty. Yeah, and I wanted to establish this um this concept
0: of thirst, mm. right? And I'm not talking about like physical thirst when yeah. you're finished with a soccer game or when you finished exercising and you're thirsty, you need some water. I'm not talking about physical thirst. I'm talking about a spiritual thirst. Yeah. I'm talking about Your a soul. soul thirst. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about I'm talking about that hunger, that spiritual thirst you feel. And that's why like I wanted to establish this because that thirst, that spiritual hunger, that spiritual thirst that you feel every day is that emptiness. Yeah. And you're trying
1: to fill that void with things that will not fill it. Yeah. You're trying to quench your thirst. And and that that's why it's hard to describe the feeling is because it's not flesh. Mm. It's not, you can't say, oh, I'm hungry, let's go eat. thing there, is you're going to get hungry again. You're going to get hungry again. This, this is something that is the soul, right? Mm. This is something that, no matter how you try to fix it you can't fix it wow right not with not you, with worldly things not with worldly things cuz mm. we'll we'll get to the we'll get to the solution at the end but yeah. you got to wait you got to wait you got to watch it. <laughs> but i'm hungry all right so you go eat i'm thirsty so you go drink mm. you know these are worldly things that you you know you try to satisfy with but yeah. i'm empty i'm going to go to the party they didn't work I'm empty. I'm going to do this. Didn't work. I'm empty. All I need is money. Then I'll feel good. Mm -hmm. You get the money. Why do all these rich people up there, why are they not happy? Why are they dissatisfied? Because they thought once I get up there, I'm going to be satisfied. Mm -hmm. My soul will be filled. Mm -hmm. You know, I just want to live a life where I could just travel the world and relax and live like I'm retired at 30. Cool, mm. you're retired at 30. Now what? Wow. Your soul is hungry. Wow. Your soul is hungry, and you can't fill it with worldly things. Wow. And it's so true. It's it's like a spiritual-shaped hole in your heart.
0: Yep. You can't do it with fleshly things. You can't do it with things of this world because they will not fill it, and that's the thing that everybody feels, and so stop running from it. Like, Don't try to hide from it with these things, but face it yep. and understand. There's a verse in... Um, uh, I think it's in, it's in Matthew and it's with the Beatitudes, right? And the first verse says like, blessed are those who are poor in spirit because I think they will see God or they will see the kingdom of heaven or theirs are the kingdom of heaven. That verse is saying those who are poor in spirit, <clears throat> those who are spiritually bankrupt, those who have acknowledged the fact that they are thirsty, right? You can, you can just have that feeling. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, guys. I've had that feeling before. Yeah, but do you actually acknowledge that feeling? Yeah. because again you can hide from it and hiding we've been doing that for our whole lives mm-hmm. we hide and that's how we've grown up to hide from it by going to things going to vices that don't fill up that, that, that spiritual God shaped hole and so that's why like that spiritual shaped hole you can't fill it like you can't fill it with worldly things with this spiritual shaped hole right in that verse I was oh yeah poor in spirit I forgot poor in spirit <laughs> again if you acknowledge the fact that you are spiritually bankrupt if you acknowledge the fact that you are thirsty You're gonna do something about it, right? When you're thirsty physically, you get water, right? right? Unless you can't, but if you you can, you will. (laughs) If you see a water bottle, you're gonna take that water bottle. Same thing with spiritual, like spirituality is no different. Mm. If you're thirsty and you recognize that spiritual thirst with that emptiness we're talking about, do something about it. Don't hide from it, don't try to drink sand. Right, we're talking about spiritual thirst. When you try to fill that emptiness, that spiritual thirst, with things of this world, by going to people's houses, like doing things, doing drugs, whatever, and or careers, things we haven't talked about like that. When you do that, you're like basically drinking sand when you're thirsty. Nobody eats sand first off, and you. And no, nobody would even eat salt if they're thirsty. That'd Mm. make them more thirsty. You would get a water bottle. Same thing goes with spirituality. If you recognize that you're spiritually spiritually thirsty
1: get that spiritual water. But what does that look like for the people like wondering they're like how do I how do I know if I'm spiritual spiritually thirsty because I had one person come up to me and they told me like mm-hmm. listen I'm I pray every day, I'm connected to God, I go to church, I read my Bible but I still crave something. I still like need something. Mm. Right? What what is this spiritual um, and by the way, like just because you read your Bible, you go to church, and and you pray, doesn't necessarily mean you know God's heart, right? Wow, that's calling some people out. So, some, <laughs> some yeah. I, mean, I, I say that for myself too. Because sometimes in the morning I read my Bible, and I just read whatever it's, it's, I read. It's very true, yeah. But it's actually knowing God's heart. But, um, what do you say to those who think that? Yeah. Like, this? what 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 does this spiritual hunger look like? Like, how do you diagnose that? How do you say? Yeah, you, the problem you're having is spiritual hunger. I think you can diagnose,
0: diagnose it when you have tried to numb it, numb it with yeah. other things, and it hasn't worked. I think when you get to the point when you're like, nothing in this world can fill my heart, you have diagnosed spiritual yeah. thirstiness, basically.
1: spiritual A spiritual drought in your heart. That's what you just diagnosed. And I think like if you're watching this video, I'm pretty sure you clicked on it because you feel empty. Hmm. If you if you feel this way, if you feel hungry, if you feel trapped, trapped yeah. is such a big one. If you yeah. feel trapped in the space of I want but I can't have I this, 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 and you just feel trapped. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. You don't know what your future looks like. You feel tired, drained. You're mm-hmm. just out of it. You're just done. No motivation. You feel empty. You have spiritual hunger. Yep.
0: That's the diagnosis. You have spiritual hunger, you have spiritual thirst. Yeah. And that's why we got the solution, right? Jesus in the Bible, he always says, or he's called himself the bread of life and he's called himself living water. Why did Jesus compare himself to food? Why did he say that he's food? Because we need food to live. Yeah. right? We, If we don't eat, we die. If we don't drink water, we die. We need that stuff. <clears throat> it's for our livelihood. Yeah. <clears throat> and yet at the same time, he says, when you drink of me, you will never thirst again. So what? When I drink water, I get thirsty again. Yeah. Right? When I go to those things, those pleasures in the moment, I have to do them again because they don't fulfill me. Right? So he's saying, no, I'm living water. Right? And in John, um, I want to say this verse, in John 6.35, then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be hungry thirsty jesus says after you have like what he's saying is like after you've tasted the life that i offer you after you've like come to me like after i've showed you what life really is then you will no longer have to go to those temporary pleasures because that spiritual hunger and thirst that you have it has been fed i have fed it because of what i bring jesus came to bring life it's I, i use this verse all the time like he came to bring life and bring life abundantly to bring life fulfillingly, right? If you, if you need love, Jesus says, I will provide. If you need acceptance, Jesus says, I will provide. If you need purpose, I will provide. If you desire an abundant, fulfilling life, Jesus says, I will most certainly provide. So Jesus is like putting this in front of you guys where do you want to just be alive or do you want to actually live? Because he's saying there's a difference. Well, Nobody just lives and eats and, and drinks and eats and drinks and goes to sleep, eats and drink. That's not what life is all about, right? Jesus says, isn't the stomach more than food and the body more than clothes?
1: That's crazy. He's
0: saying there's more to life than this. There's more to life than you just eating and getting thirsty and hungry again. And there's more to life than you just going to that same thing every single day and still feeling empty every single day. He's saying there's more. There's more than that. That's not all there is to life. Like Jesus is like. Everybody that goes to vices, he he's bringing them like with their with his shoulder like this, and he's like, "Yo, guys, that's not life. This is." And then he shows the kingdom. He shows who he is. Right. He again. He's saying right now to you guys, "Do you want to just be alive, or do you actually want to live?" And that's what he brings: abundant life. Yeah. So no longer will you try to put a like. I'm getting the image of like uh, that. Kid toy when you put like the squares in the square holes and the triangles in the triangle holes, like you're trying to put a triangle in a square hole and it's like it can't go in. It's not supposed to go in there. Supposed to be the Lord. Supposed to be Jesus. And so what do we do? Well, first we have to recognize. I was going to say that yeah. The broken cisterns Mm -hmm. of the things we do to go to life to
1: supposedly give us fulfillment. Yeah. We have to recognize what those broken cisterns are. Yeah. I I always use the word analyze, but it's like take take your whole day and really. Really look at what are these things that that you're using to fill up this this empty void? Mm. What maybe, triangles are you putting in the square holes? Maybe you watch a lot of TV. Mm. Maybe maybe you spend all of your free time just watching TV on your phone for 8 hours. Is that is that life? Do you, do you want to spend like really when when you go to die and somebody reads out what you did in your life, do you want to say work and watch TV? that's all he did for 30 years man that's insane drink oh all all this person did was oh they would go to work and then they would go to clubs and parties afterwards oh this like that's not life that's not life and it's not even about having a list of what you've done it's
0: more about what your heart where your heart is yeah it's all about like your heart your heart is being pulled towards these things that will not help your heart if anything they're taken
1: away from your heart to the point where you don't feel anything and I, I was gonna say that like you're the the solution to emptiness is to have your eyes forward mm. and what's forward is god mm. right have your eyes forward have your eyes on the prize have your eyes on on this goal that you have because the problem is we feel empty when you're not going after this goal anymore mm. you know that that idea of when you wake up and you're like ah. Oh, i gotta go to work you're dreading it because that's not your purpose you're not supposed to be there you you feel empty after after you um had sex with this person because you weren't supposed to do that and now now you're veered off Mm. right so now your eyes aren't forward but now they're backwards or to the side and so now you're off you're off track wow you're not on your way to your destination Mm. Now you're just adding time to your GPS because you're taking longer to get there. Damn. Because you decided to veer off. Wow. And you know what? Like, like the Bible and God promises like um, restoration always. and redemption, right? Always, always. God's always, God's always saying, "Yo, over here." He's snapping his fingers. He's saying, "Yo, look forward, eyes on the prize, baby, eyes on the prize." Crazy. But but you're you're too busy trying to distract yourself. To go all these other directions when you're supposed to have your eyes forward, mm. and those
0: different paths are always temptations.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's our
0: flesh. Like yeah, like it's hard. I mean, it might be easy for us to recognize what we do to go to go like away to relieve reality to be distracted, but it's even it's hard actually to not do them. Yeah. It's hard to detach and get off that path that we've been going on for so long to say, wow, I actually realize this is not going to give me life. I have to go on the actual it's path. It's a dead end. But the it's thing dead is, end. it's so hard and I want people to like feel for us because it's not easy. No. It's so difficult for you to, you know, it's like your arm is stuck to the wall with glue and you're trying to rip your arm off like yeah. the, 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 the thing. You possibly could, you know, I mean, you can, yeah. it just takes effort. And the thing is, we have to overcome our flesh in these moments yeah. because it's very difficult to not do something you've been doing for a while, and especially like doing something that you think was that you thought was giving you life, that yeah. you love to do. You have to realize when those things are bad, and when you've been shown that those things are terrible, that things will not give you life. It's time to go back. Yeah, you can always recognize it. But we said it before: wisdom is knowing the right thing to do and then doing it. It's not just knowing the right thing to do. If you just know about everything that you go and the, the system that you go to, but you don't not
1: go to them, where's the growth? What's going to happen? You're going to keep on feeling empty. Yeah. And, and something I always pray uh, is for God to take the blindfold off of people. Mm. Because what happens is they get veered off into this direction, but they think they're going in the right direction. Mm. Yeah. This, this idea of, oh, I'm, I'm, don't worry, I'm on my way to the destination. Oops, no, you're not. Wow. When you realize it's too late. Wow. Well, it's never too late. But mm-hmm. when you realize it's like that's when you hit this this emptiness. Yep. Because uh, you know, for most people, you don't feel that emptiness right away. It's kind of like after you do it for after a while, and then you're like, while. "Whoa, why is this not filling me up why no this more?" Why is it not fulfilling? Why is it not? Because you hit that dead end. You hit that road of emptiness. And you know what? When you veer off in the GPS, guess what? Yeah, you want to get back, but now you have to drive all those minutes back. Mm-hmm. So like you said, it's not going to be easy. It's not just, oh, I realize I'm, I'm empty. Boom, let's get back on the path. And uh, poof, you're back on the path. If no, it, if it is like you got going to drive cool. back.
0: Yeah. It, it's going to be effort. hard.
1: It's yeah. going to be challenging. But guess what? When you get back on that prize, when you get back on on having your eyes on the prize, that feeling of emptiness is filled. Yes. It's filled. Because all this temporary stuff, you're, feeling, you're feeding your flesh. You're not feeding your soul. Mm. Perfect. Wow.
0: That's good. And to go back to the other question, like I feel like you know some people might be asking, "What the heck's a broken cistern, right?" Well, what is that? Well, uh, first off, there's a verse in Jeremiah that says, "For my people have committed two evils; they have abandoned me in, in quotation in uh, parentheses, they rejected me, the fountain of living water, and they have carved out their own cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water." But first off, what takes a cistern? What does that mean, right? A cistern is an artificial reservoir of like that can that can hold and um, get water right so like you would dig into the ground and like uh, carve out stone to get rainwater, right and in this verse that God's talking that's God speaking he's talking to his people and in that time Israel was like worshiping like gods of stone they were not worshiping God at all like different other gods that weren't even even gods right and just picture this imagine you're in the desert and you and you're so thirsty and it's like a, a barren land like this this land is super like parched You see this beautiful fountain, and this fountain's like amazing. It's bubbling, and it's cold, and it's like Mm, clear. It's like, oh my gosh, I want (laughs) to drink that so bad, right? And you see that in the desert, but instead of going to that, you dig a cistern. You're like digging. You put stone down, and you're like hoping for rain to come. First of all, you're you're a fool. Yeah, you're kind of a bozo. You're kind of a bozo. Like, what the heck are you doing, right? (laughs) And you would receive a bit of pity. You would receive pity if you didn't know about that living uh, fountain, right? You'd be okay. like, "Whoa, you don't know about it. So, but guess what? We just digging, exposed digging it, what? You know? But the thing is, if you were to know about that living water in that desert and you still didn't go to it and you're turning your back, you're literally turning your back on that living water to dig your own cistern, you are incredibly foolish <laughs> because you are literally missing out on actual life. Yeah. And even though in your mind, in your sight, it's like, that seems very unappealing to me. It's actually the most appealing thing that will ever happen to your life. Mm. And I can tell. I can just say by experience, the things that you should do is never the appealing thing to do, but it should be the thing you do do. I said do-do because you got to do it. It doesn't – look, that it might not be the fountain of living water in front of you when it's like, oh, should I choose this or should I choose God? It's not going to be a beautiful spring, yeah. but it will produce that bubbling spring of water. Right, That life that God says, come to me and I'll give you yeah. water. You will never be thirsty and that bubbling spring will come into you. When you make that decision, you're going to be faced with two things. And it's not going to be appealing. The, the other thing that's evil will be more appealing than the actual fountain of living water. Yeah. But I tell you, you make that decision and you will receive that fountain of living water. You will no longer turn your back on this beautiful thing that will give you life. You will actually go to it. And even though it might not be the appealing thing to do, it is the life-giving thing to yeah. do. So good. <laughs> so good, so good. Yeah. So you gotta recognize that broken cistern, that thing that will not give you life, and then step away from it. Step away no. from it, and then go to the actual spring of living water, which is Jesus. That spiritual hunger that you try to feed with other stuff, no more. Yeah. You've now. I'm sorry, but you've been exposed. You know what the living spring of water yeah, for is. Real. So do not do not build your own cistern. That's gonna be the thing. No cisterns. No broken cisterns. And one thing, God says, broken cistern, right? He doesn't only say cistern, he says, broken cistern. Meaning, it doesn't work. The system that you're trying for you to, like, you know, if you're trying to find things like smoking or drinking or having sex, you're doing all these things to find life, it's broken. The joy and the peace and the things that you think that you will get from it doesn't even last because Mm -hmm. it's broken. It says in Jeremiah, like what God said, it will not even hold water meaning that peace that you think you're going to get from building your own system, from doing the things you think will give you life, it's not even going to hold it. It's not going to hold life. It's not going to hold joy or peace. It's going to be a fleeting peace, a a, a temporary peace. It's not going to be the actual spring of water that will keep on bubbling no matter what you do. Mm. That water that God gives will continuously come. But the thing that you try to build yourself is broken. It will not hold water. It will not hold joy. It will not hold peace. It will definitely not hold purpose. Yeah. So no more broken cisterns Hashtag no broken cisterns <laughs> Hashtag no broken cisterns It's time for you to take yeah. take a step back Push it to a side And go to the living water No more broken cisterns Because that's where you will find fulfilling life yeah. No more boring life No more cycle No more I go home and do this And I, get, I do feel a little bit of
1: happy But after it's done and I need more I was, of it I was going to say like Some of you out there You're like I don't have to do drugs I don't drink I don't have sex mm. And you still feel this way for a reason because we all thirst. We, and we, and I don't is, care if you're if you're living your life supposedly perfect and you know you're doing your thing, you change it up, you have a good routine, you've watched all the other episodes, you don't get yeah. angry fast, all this good stuff. But your soul is still hungry.
0: Mm. Your soul is still thirsty. You have something so good. All of us have different things that we indulge in. Yeah. That's the th- the crazy thing about us. We're not all the same person. You might indulge in games, I might indulge in, you know, being with females. Like the thing is we all indulge in different things so those things that we indulge in could be that broken cistern or most likely will be that broken cistern yeah. so you have to recognize that it could whatever you indulge in that's not the lord whether it's netflix your phone other things more worse things more like lower thing. i mean they all come kind of the same honestly you have to recognize that because it could be a broken cistern and like we're all
1: different yeah. so, so whatever you indulge in like be aware of that All right, so we just exposed this feeling of emptiness. Yes, we did. We did. We exposed it and we showed you how to get out because listen, I've been there. I know you have. Mm-hmm. And we want to pull you out because I would have done so much to get pulled out of that emptiness because it was the worst season of my life was when I was empty. Yeah, we're not different. We we know this feeling
0: yeah. and we don't like it. <laughs> we don't like it. Like quick story. Um, I my the thing that I indulged in was video games. Right. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot of people indulge in that. But like I that was like my scapegoat. Yeah. I always left reality by doing that and it always felt good to do it. If it was fun, honestly. Yeah. And there just came a point, like I remember this because I would do it every day and I had a good I had a really good time. But like as the days progressed, there they came one day when I was playing and uh I don't know, I think I, many of my friends weren't on and I was like just I, I got up and I left my room. And I was like, I feel so empty because I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm putting this thing up like this is my God. This is what I serve. I love this. This is what gives me life. And eventually it shows out that it's a broken cistern, yeah. right? Because it did give me happiness. Like it made me feel happy like when I laughed and did all this other stuff. But eventually it got to the point where it didn't hold it anymore it's like this that's not gonna last it's not everlasting joy everlasting peace it's not the peace that jesus gives not the purpose that jesus gives it's a simple distraction from the reality i have to face and sometimes not gonna lie i want to go back to that and leave reality but that's the mature thing to understand that it's a broken cistern and that i have that
1: bubbling spring of water in front of me every single day not not even not even just mature but you're saving you like Mm. you're saving your life because you went from just being alive to actually living Mm. right if you were still in that like i can't imagine what your life would be Mm. like if you were still in that feeling of emptiness but doing what you wanted to do look just because you want to do it doesn't mean it's right we Mm. we've talked about it before there's a there's a lot of things that our flesh hungers for that our soul should not be hungering for as soon as we receive that, that's the spirit, what I'm saying. Like, like flesh is different than your soul,
0: and that's like the most key thing I have to understand here. The feeling you have is a spiritual thirst, yeah, and it's hard to get spiritual, like, be, to be spiritually fed when you're dealing with your flesh. Yeah. it says in the Bible, like the spirit and the flesh are at constant war. Yeah, you will be at constant war every single day trying to feed that uh, spiritual thirst because one is your flesh temporary, is temporary.
1: One is eternal.
0: Yet the temporary one is so much easier, so much nicer in our eyes, yeah. a beautiful thing in our eyes to grasp. Yeah. Yet we have to remember there's more. There's eternal things. That flesh that is so beautiful to see and we want to get that flesh because it's temporary. Yet we, we love it. It's not going to last. It's not eternal. We will not bring that to the kingdom. We're not, we won't bring it when we die. Yeah. Like that's, that's temporary stuff. So we have to choose that because now it's become a, a war. Yeah. When you recognize the fact that your flesh is at constant war with your spirit, you can understand that this is my flesh speaking, not my spirit. Wow. And I need things to feed my spirit, not my flesh. Wow.
1: Guys, you guys heard it here first. We're getting you out of that emptiness no right more, now. No we're getting more you out. are getting you out. No more emptiness. You need to be fed by the word. Feed by the word. Read the Bible. Like,
0: get that living water. The living water is in Jesus' words. It says in John 1, he is the word. He, the word of God. The word became flesh. That word is him. That's Jesus. If, if I think I said it before, if Jesus was in front of you right now, you might follow him most likely, but he is, it's the Bible. Download on your phone, read it. If you have like an old one, like, like blow off the dust and read it because that's where living water is found. That's where the bread of life is. Jesus says, man is not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And that word is from the Bible. So read that and get fed. And you will and I can promise me then he can promise you guys your life will change. Guaranteed. You yo. will no longer be spiritually drained, spiritually empty, spiritually thirsty, spiritually hungry. You will be fed. Yeah. Wow.
1: Amen. Amen. A- A- I was gonna say too, like, don't don't take this as one of those motivational videos where you get up in the middle of the night, do push ups, and you're like, I'm gonna <laughs> change my life. I'm gonna start going to the gym. Like this isn't just a, a spike of motivation. This is a slap in the face, an awakening call for mm. you to wake up and change your life because it it's not going to hold. And mm. this feeling of emptiness will grow and you will get emptier and emptier and emptier. This is an installation of the mind
0: where you guys can now leave this video and understand broken cistern, living water. Yeah. Every time you live your life and you see this is not my broken cistern. Pushing it away, getting to my living water. We promise that change will come. It is by it is by acknowledging the broken cisterns. No hashtag, no more broken cisterns. (laughs) Hashtag, no more broken cisterns. Hashtag, no more broken cisterns. Hashtag, no
1: more. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Whether you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, or watching us on YouTube, we appreciate you. We love you. We're gracious for you. Wait, we're gracious for you. uh, Grateful for you okay. No, God, only got can give you grace. Okay. We're, we're grateful for you. Thank you guys for tuning in. We love, we love you. Peace out. No more Broken Cisterns. They get it, bro. They get it.